This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. And this podcast is brought to you by Quip. Quip is the best toothbrush in the world, and I'm not just saying that because I use it every day. I use it every day because it's the best toothbrush in the world. Designed by dentists, actually more than 25,000 dental professionals back this toothbrush, but it is also very beautiful, looks great, declutters your bathroom, and now Quip, which delivers brush heads every three months because that's what the dentist recommends because we're using old, worn-out bristles. Every three months, you get a new brush head for $5, but now they're also adding the little floss. And I say a little floss because the design is amazing and it has pre-measured floss in a, in a container that looks just like a toothbrush or similarly designed. Check it out for yourself as well as anti-cavity toothpaste. And all of that comes right to your door every three months and on a dentist recommended schedule. And your first one is free. The, the refill pack is free when you go to getquip, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash K-H. Getquip.com slash K-H. It's the perfect gift for the holidays. Also, they have kid sizes and kid colors. Really cute. It's the perfect toothbrush to start your little ones off with good brushing habits. So getquip.com slash K-H today. And while we're brushing our teeth, let's also whiten them. That's right. Who wants to have a stained holiday smile? Especially those of us who, who drink coffee or like me, drink a lot of tea. Your teeth start to look a little dingy. I got something for you. Power swabs. Power swabs are amazing. And you've never whitened your teeth until you whiten them with power swabs. They're clinically proven to whiten an average of two shades in the first five minutes. That's five minutes. Okay, power swabs will never leave your teeth and gums sore and sensitive like the other whitening treatments and is totally safe and effective on all dental work. And if you're not happy, power swabs are backed with a 30 day money back guarantee. So try power swabs today. You will not believe how much whiter your teeth will be in just five minutes. And I got a deal for you. Go to buybuypowerswabs.com. Use my code Karen and you get 40 percent off. 40 for zero, an additional $10 off, plus a free quick stick. That's right, 40% off, $10 off on top of that, plus a free quick stick by going to power, buypowerswabs.com, code Karen, or you can call them 800-668-1749. That's 800-668-1749, or go to buypowerswabs.com, code Karen, today. All right, let me welcome to the show as our Tech Tuesday guest all the way from California. Uh, he's going to talk about animation software. Well, this is interesting. Let me welcome, he is the CEO of You Know Me. Mm-hmm. I guess you know me, <laughs> Obi Onye Jacque. Thank you. Onye Jacque. Did I do that? <laughs> yes. You say it. Onye Jacque. Onye Jacque. You're Nigerian? Yes. Yes. Onye Jacque. What does that mean? Um, who will believe me? So my ancestor's journey was... Uh, crazy one so it was a wild story so who's gonna who's tell gonna us the story um just a, a struggling story between i think uh my great great grandfather was an orphan and went through a lot of trials and tribulations and coming up in the a tribe that he was in at the time and made it through his way and i think eventually started a business and uh led the way for his family Okay. So were you raised in in Nigeria? Born in Nigeria, raised in the U.S. Okay. All right. And how did you start this tech? Or where did you, this can't be your first tech company. Oh, no, no, no. All right. So give it, go take us to the origin story. Yeah. So the origin story is um, after working at Viacom, Nickelodeon, and a couple other networks, I started my first startup, which is called Neato, which was a facial recognition app similar to what you see in Snapchat. 
Um, so Snapchat acquired um, a company called Luxly, and then AOL acquired our company. So then from there, made a good decent amount of money, moved to California, started in Unami, and went from there. So Unami is basically a software as a service for animators and video game developers. Um, it automates the most complex tasks in the game development and animation process, therefore allowing users to easily create animated content and make more money and make more uh, content out and put it out there. I was just talking about this today. Mm -hmm. So U-N-O-M-I. So say I have, uh, 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 so Jay-Z did this 13 thing, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which used animation yeah. to illustrate, he and Ava DuVernay, to illustrate the 13th Amendment and how horrific it is. Exactly. Could they use something like Unami? Absolutely. So we automate the lip syncing, which is one of the most complex parts of animation. So 2D and 3D animation automates the lip syncing. And we have a motion tracking technology as well. So, yeah. So instead of using the tracking suits, you yeah. just use our, our technology. Wow. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm having conversations all the time um, with um, with entrepreneurs and, and folks who are in the, in the tech space who are uh, – pleading with them to get involved in gaming. $36 yeah. billion dollar industry that mm -hmm. has almost zero black representation, mm -hmm. right? Yet, 73% of African Americans over the age of 13 identify as gamers. Exactly. We're literally starving for black and for black content in the gaming in in the gaming industry, right? Exactly. And so this seems like that this kind of breaks a path towards being able to add some creativity to some really innovative software to mm -hmm. get us a little bit closer to parity. Exactly. Allow anybody coming in in the game to easily create the content as well. Right. So right now it's extremely expensive. So the barrier entry is extremely high. So, But using the software, you can definitely break in and make the content a lot easier. So if we're talking animators, are we talking also around um, content creators who want to create... Um, who want to create like media? They want to create mm -hmm. like a, an animated show, or they want to add animation to business presentations. They want to add animation. They want to do storytelling with animation versus using live, um, live characters or live actors. Exactly, it's all of that. So basically, it's almost like it's a pretty much a game engine slash animation platform. So you'll be able to make your three D animated character. Yeah. Then with Unami, you can automate the lip syncing to make them talk, and then uh, and then use the motion tracking to and make them animate. Done. So you can roll out animated content daily. So if you're a YouTube yeah. content creator, it's game change. Yeah, because I'm thinking like if if I'm doing even if I'm doing SMR or, or any of that kind of stuff, it could be it could be really interesting and unique if mm -hmm. I'm doing it as an animated character versus me showing up as Drew McCaskill. I could potentially have an animated pseudonym mm -hmm. and then still go to work and be my normal Drew self without somebody t connect directly connecting me to my specific online persona if I wanted to. Exactly, it's almost like taking the technology and almost what you what you. <laughs> experience in Fortnite, just take yes. that out and have your own avatar and put it everywhere. Oh, look at you, Obi. Mm -hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> You've never heard that before, never, I bet. I've never nickel. heard that one before, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. What what sparked this? How did you come to this? So while, um, so I also have a co, um, an animation studio as well. You have an so, animation studio. Yep. So Where? We, um, in California. Are so you in we, Santa Monica? Uh, yes, Santa Monica. Yeah. I live in Venice, but yeah, Santa Monica is where the studio is at. Yeah. And so, yeah, we create animated content and video games as well. And so there was one music video we were working on actually for Tyga. And um, and for there was another video we did for, um, what's it called, Designer. And so they wanted some rapping in there for the characters. But I, we were like, oh, that's way, going to go way over the budget. So I was like, man, there has to be a way where this should be automated by now. And it should be. Pretty, and it wasn't. Wasn't. I mean, there was software out there, but it was it was garbage. Sorry, 
It just, it so just are worked. you a, are you a are you a, a, a programmer? Coder, programmer? Yeah, yeah. So I programmed in the past. But I do more UI. What's called UI UX now. So I'm pretty much the architect. So lay it all out: the vision, the design, um, the branding as well. So the the logo's me. The design or the website is me. So yeah. All Can you that. talk about how rare it is to have a black person doing user experience <laughs> yeah, in yeah. tech? Yeah, I mean, black people just just even coding. The beauty is my lead engineer is a black woman. Oh wow, phenomenal. She's well, where'd you find her? Yeah, man. Through friends of friends too. It's funny. She used to live out in New York. We had mutual friends. We connected in California at a, at a backstage. Uh, capital um, uh, party and uh, so she was there she's like yeah you know I code so I was like oh you gotta be kidding me I was like yeah we gotta get you on so it happened she did a phenomenal job Re- rebuilt my whole back end and pretty optimized it she's, she killed it hey this is Karen Hunter with the holidays just around the corner now is the perfect time to order holiday cards for family and friends and this year Create custom holiday cards quickly, easily, and affordably at simplytoimpress.com. Simplytoimpress.com is your holiday photo card headquarters with thousands of unique designs to choose from. All you have to do is upload your family photos, or you can even get them from Instagram, personalize the text, and you're done. It's that easy. Simplytoimpress.com. Print your cards professionally on your choice of premium card stock in just a few days and then rushes them straight to your door. The New York Times wire cutter named Simply to Impress their favorite holiday card service. Simply to Impress even offers foil cards and hundreds of great holiday card designs just for your business as well. So place your order today to save 30% and get free shipping. Just enter promo code DEAL at checkout. Save big on holiday photo cards today using promo code DEAL at simplytoimpress.com. That's simplytoimpress.com. Why aren't there more of us? Because, you know, the we're creative as mm-hmm. F. Yeah. Right? Like, you come up with, we will come up with it. Yeah. But people are making money off of our creativity. And I've, we talked about this every Tech Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We make Twitter hot. Mm-hmm. We make Snapchat. We mm-hmm. make Instagram mm-hmm. hot. We make YouTube hot. Everything that we come into, we remix it and make it mm-hmm. the dopest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Music. I mean, you just go down a list. Mm-hmm. But we're not benefiting. We're it, not getting a dime from the hotness that we bring. you got to be on the business side. You can't. It's great to be in front of the camera. It's great to uh, come up to creativity. But one of y'all got to be the business side so let me uh, I, I teach at hunter college and mm-hmm. i um last semester i had a kid um who said he was leaving to go to law school mm-hmm. because his boys are in music and what we, they needed a lawyer he mm-hmm. was in a group he was like and one of us have to be able to know contracts and exactly. take care of the business and so i was like that's really smart why don't we come together in that way where if we got a company one of y'all similar to the way lebron sent Le- his mm-hmm. We we need to move like that. So one of y'all going to business school, you're gonna learn how to code. Mm-hmm. You're gonna we're gonna be a one stop shop so that we don't get taken advantage of. Or did you do that? Exactly. Obi? I mean, yeah, I had to. I used to be creative, and I said, you know what? Somebody has to learn this business side. Somebody, and I and I enjoyed it. I always been business minded since I was young, so I gravitate to that. And I was like, okay, let me double down on this. Learn the contract. Learn the term sheets. Learn how it all it all gets done. And then now it's all here. Eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. I think I'm gonna cancel Julian Castro so we can keep talking. No, I'm just playing. Can we ask him seriously? Though, can we ask him if he can call later? Because um, I I want to keep having this conversation because you you know when Drew spits out those numbers because Drew knows numbers. Seventy eight percent of us consider ourselves gamers. Seventy three. Seventy three percent. Yet we don't have any market share. We're not inve- We don't have any businesses. Huh. Half the damn games 
treat us like trash. Mm-hmm. We're we're being called out of our names, mm-hmm. being tr- you know, and we don't we're not making any money. Yeah, you, they got your dance moves in there. They got the whole, the culture in there. You know, it's just that nobody's understanding how to monetize. Uh, even now, they got the whole um, esports now that's blowing up, and now I think they're licensing teams now. How many of you guys are on teams? How many of you guys will, will own those teams? They're selling the teams right now, and selling yeah. out Madison Square Garden yeah. to watch to, to watch esports play. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Crazy. Obi Anyajwe. Nope. Do it. Anyajwe. Anyajwe. I can do it when you say it, but then it just leaves me. Yep. What What is that? I have to have to get with this. All right. So off mic, we were talking about not just get you know me, get you n o m i dot com, which helps people to uh, animate different things and you have these payment plans so I want to talk about that the subscription plans yep. why why do a subscription model and then how does it work so basically by doing a subscription model you, you're constantly getting updates on the software that's the beauty behind that versus we make multiple updates and then we're trying trying to uh, upsell you on a new product later on by do, by doing this it's a cheaper way for you to constantly get an updated piece of software and get the most ad, advanced piece of technology to get the work done Okay. All right. So what do I get for the $34 a month? So you get the 2D lip syncing software that automates the 2D lip syncing for any animated character, um, which will render out. You could take it to any program that you're currently using, like After Effects, uh, Cinema 4D, um, uh, Toon Boom, Flash. And then our 3D software that's going to be out pretty soon is going to automate 3D lip syncing which you could take to any 3D program like Maya, Cinema 4D, and 3D Studio Max. So it automates everything. Um, normally, without our software, it would probably take you, what, three weeks, two to three weeks to uh, automate, well, to do the lip syncing by hand. Uh, with our software, it does in 12 seconds. 12 seconds? Yeah. Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. So what am I getting for $385.98 a year? Oh, that's a, yeah, that's an annual license. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So who's using bad. the software? Like so, who's your who's your average user? So right now we got animation studios you're currently using it. Um and then some independent content creators right now. So we just kinda launched like summer for the two D software and then the and then the three D version's about to come out like right now. The software is done. We just had to build out the infrastructure for it to actually put it up for sale. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, so they're they're loving it. They're rolling out. So we have one animated um YouTube channel. Uh, it's called Bitcoin and Friends. So they're currently using for for their animated show and they're doing really well. Bitcoins and friends. Bitcoin and friends. Break Bitcoin and friends. Yeah. Do they pay you in Bitcoin? Uh that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, what ta- I'll take Bitcoin and Ethereum. <laughs> Okay, so Obi's here. We talked off mic about, you know, the business of it all. Mm -hmm. And you said it was so important to go and learn the business. Tell us how you learned the business. What did you learn in the Mm -hmm. business? People are out there Mm -hmm. trying to build their businesses. Mm -hmm. Give them some keys to help them be successful. Yeah, I highly advise going to like a a lot of meetups and events for tech and truly read up on books like Lean Startup. And uh, there's a co- quite a few of them out there on how to really set up a, um, a startup. So just all the ins and outs of what to do, what not to do, how to form a team, you know, um, how to approach investors. You know, you just need to uh, read up on all the books out there to, to re- truly understand all this stuff. What did you get out of the Lean Startups book? So Lean Startup is what you don't want to do is start up a company based on sheer emotion. You know, you really want to solve a problem. That's the top thing. 
don't come up with a solution, quote unquote, and then look for a problem. You really want to be out there and say, hey, is your top issue with these microphones? Like, do you need better microphones? You need better screens? Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so you really want to find that major pain point that people are struggling with and solve that problem. That's the key to a lot of the uh, setting up the business. And then at the same time, um, uh, co-founders, you know, bring, putting together the right team mm. and uh, forming the, I guess, putting together the right contracts um, put to, to put together that team. And when you're looking for co-founders, are what what are you what gaps are you looking to fill when you're mm -hmm. looking for co-founders? Is it just like, oh, I'm gonna holler at my boys? Or it, exactly. You yeah, you really want to like find people that add true value to the company. So if you don't code, yeah, you definitely need an engineer. That's the top thing. You definitely if you if you're not technical, you definitely need a technical person. If you can't find that technical person and you're gonna just outsource it overseas, my next top advice is definitely get um, a technical advisor. So he may not be hands on, but he's gonna say okay. That overseas team, I'm going to interview them. Okay, they're BS. They should, they, it should cost X amount. It sh they should be using this programming language and go from there. Because if not, you will get screwed. Because you, if you don't know anything about code, I could do anything. Especially if you don't know the lexicon of coding, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, because if you have an overseas team, they're going to do exactly what you tell them to do. Yeah. So you've got to have somebody on your side that's not just a vision person but a technical person. Exactly, too, right? exactly. Hence a technical advisor. Yeah. And and what else in a team team member, not just a founder, but the mm -hmm. team members are you looking for? I know it sounds like in tech and in startups mm -hmm. that this whole environment you build as, as you're doing this because mm -hmm. it's so topsy-turvy and mm -hmm. you know some days you're just – trying to get by what is it that you're looking for in those folks you're going to bring on yeah you want a uh, great synergy and company culture so i mean we need to have a vibe you know we need to be able to have drinks together and, ha and chill together you know, you're going to be working together for a long time mm. so that's the top thing so and then on top of that you definitely want somebody who's business minded if it's not you so you understand how to draw up these contracts um 50 is not a smart thing to do because at that point it's kind of like a democracy. You wanted to you want it to be a dictatorship, but because at the end of the day we need to believe in you. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're the leader, we we believe in you. So when you make a decision, and maybe we don't agree a hundred percent on one thing, but we still believe in the overall vision, it needs to go in that direction. Because mm -hmm. if it's fifty fifty or split three ways, drama starts really fast, really fast. Especially with the prospects of money exactly. on the table. So when AOL came and gave you that large check, mm -hmm. what was your business structure? Uh, hey, it was 50-50. Yeah, so you learn, you learn. You're learn. like, that was some bull crap. I'm never doing that again. Exactly. <laughs> it's hilarious. All right, you said you went to a Y Combinator. No, no. Um, what, through, what did you do? Uh, it was an accelerator program called Backstage Capital. Um, actually, before I went through Backstage, I went through a pre-accelerator called Stubbs and Alternates, a pre-accelerator. How do you uh, get into these? Got events, events. You got to go out, man. Mm -hmm. When I first moved to California, I was going to like four events, three to four events a, a week like networking. So I got connected through um, some very smart, interesting people, got me at um, um, pre the Stubbs Pre-Cellular first, uh, went through their program, then from there went through Backstages, Backstage Capital's um, program, a phenomenal program. It really Why worked. was it phenomenal? Uh, they really broke down to me, they, they did a great job of being pragmatic and breaking down why I needed to make updates on my pitch deck, brought in um, great advisors and mentors to really guide me through the process, uh, connected me with a lot of great, uh, a lot of other um, investment groups, uh, VCs and angel investors. So that helped me out a lot. Uh, so it sounds like the, the diversity, um, lack of diversity in tech is more due to our just not being in the room than yeah. it is 
pure racism. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think getting out there and getting connected, because like if you don't know, then I'm not going to be able to, like if I don't know you, I, I don't get to connect you to all the all these amazing programs. So it's really getting out there and getting to know a lot of people. There's plenty of brothers and sisters out there that know. It's just, you know, you got to get out there and get connected to them. And did you go to um, did you go to Afrotech? Uh, no, I heard about it, but yeah, I didn't get a chance to go this year. Yeah, Afro Afrotech just just happened recently, mm -hmm. and and I think that I mentioned Afrotech because that is another that is another way. It's another one of those events where uh, lots of people in the space and in the industry coalesce around that particular event. You can go out mm -hmm. and and make sure that you actually engage and meet a lot of people who will look like you at, at Afrotech. Exactly, and I think on top of all that, it's all about understanding with with understanding finance as well and understanding investment and black people should invest more you know and not be so afraid of it i think there's a deep fear of losing all your money and it, but it's 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 calculated you know you're not just throwing money anywhere and it's not like oh i'm gonna throw this money in just penny stocks and i don't know what the hell this is no i mean my top advice is if you do have some little bit of disposable income even if it's a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars invest in what you truly believe in you know, if you if you really love some clothing line, if you really love like whatever brand or, or food group or restaurant, invest, you know, which is why I think Asians um, in particular, the Chinese, they want to break bread. They mm -hmm. need you to know their family. They need to mm -hmm. know your family because that investment is not just in your company. It's in you as a human being mm -hmm. and character and all that should matter. And I think a lot of us run into relationships, both personal and business relationships, mm -hmm. without truly knowing the people that we're in business with. Mm -hmm. And this is a long-term relationship mm -hmm. that can impact you greatly, exactly. both positively and negatively. So if you don't know you know, who you're dealing with, when you have that 50-50 partnership, which you should never do, yeah. And it goes wrong, yeah. you know, that's why, because you didn't see all of the... Exactly. Yeah. exactly. You really have to break down, you know, everybody's key responsibilities in the company, and not everybody has the same value. That's one of the top reasons why 50-50 doesn't work, is you're not really bringing 50-50 to the table. Somebody's really going to be bringing significantly more than the other, and that's why it needs to be broken down. And, uh, no, uh, so if you had to do it over again, what percentage would you have taken? Man, at least <laughs> 60. Okay, so to license a software, you need to know how to use it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but right. it's easy to use. It's easy to it, use. Is it? Yeah. How easy? Is it easy like Adobe? Easier than anything? that. Is three, it easier? Three drag and drops on the click of a button. <laughs> really? That, that easy, So yeah. what if I consider myself a Luddite and I struggle with just basic, you know. It's simple. Hippity hop technology. It, it, like there's a video on there. You watch that video. That's it. Hiring is challenging, and it used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. But today, hiring can be easy, and you only have to go to one place to get it done. ZipRecruiter. In fact, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, and they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you cannot miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. Right now, listeners here can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-G-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
There's one video on there that you need to watch, and that's it. Okay. You're, you're, you're smiling like this is so easy. <laughs> it's easy. Okay, how long have you been doing this, uh, this particular Unami? When did you start this? Uh, it's been three, three years ago. So, three yeah, years. like literally okay. right after we sold uh, Nito. Um, right, right, got like, right into oh, it. That, is, is that the mentality? Because you know, when you run into entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, they're mostly serial entrepreneurs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think people, and I've said this before, because we don't get the same luxury to fail. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I started my business around the same time that Dan Snyder did, mm-hmm. right? And he failed a couple of times, and I remember because I was working at the Daily News, and Mort Zuckerman had invested in those two failed businesses, mm-hmm. and he kept investing in them, mm-hmm. and I was like, really, you get to fail like mm-hmm, that? And mm-hmm. then the Washington Reds, you know, skins. And, and the rest is history. But he literally like failed miserably the first mm-hmm. two. And I said, wow, I got into business with some uh, group of people. I failed. They didn't come back. Yep. So, but tech culture, tech tech investment culture is it's much more like that. I remember reading Startup Nation like mm-hmm. ten years ago, which talks about um, the way the way the Jewish community how Israeli startups work. Mm-hmm. Right, is that if you are as if you are an Israeli CEO that has had a failed company, mm-hmm. you're more valuable to the marketplace because there because the response then to investors is that. Oh, he's already made his big mistakes, mistakes, mistakes with exactly. somebody mm-hmm. else's money. Mm-hmm. Now he has he or she has the benefit of having made those mistakes already and now he can have my money now to invest in this next thing because he or she has already made her mistakes already with somebody else's money. That person, that's that executive already knows that it shouldn't be 50, 50. Like, so now this next time it's going to be even better. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But exactly. that's culture. Is that cultural? It's, it's, it is a tech. Do we industry. have to condition ourselves differently. There, How do we, it is the tech industry does have that, that mentality. Now I admit if you're African-American, yes, I feel it. You know, I felt it with the first company. I still like feel you it. had to win. Yeah, you I, had yeah. to be successful. You didn't have the luxury to fail. Exactly. I still feel it now. I mean, even with with uh, we're we're raising capital now, and I made sure to get through the major hurdles, the major pain Which points. Which were what? Um, technical, like getting the co- like getting the code clean, making sure. So it you works. like actually had to have because pro- there are people that don't even have product exactly. of getting money. Exactly. There are people that don't have product. Exactly. That right. not nothing, just mm-hmm. an idea on paper, not even a wireframe. Mm-hmm. So you had to make sure your T's were crossed, yep. I's dotted, everything functions, everything's working. Team is on point. They 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 come from a, a great background. They have ma- great experience. I exited. Um, you, you're, so if you're investing in a company now, the the bugs are gone, the kinks are gone, the, the site is up. So yeah, I needed all of that before I was just gonna be asking anybody for money. Do you have another job? Obi? Uh, so Pixel Park <laughs> helps bring in some bit of money, but yeah, this is mostly my savings, and yeah, like I'm about to pump more money in, uh, along with the uh, equity crowdfund that we're doing now. Okay, yeah. where is oh, that? Oh, so you're doing equity crowdfund? Yeah, so we're doing so we we're doing tra- a traditional race as well, but yeah, we're doing equity crowdfund through Micro Ventures. Um, so we're currently on there now. So yeah, so that it's a great. I love it because it's um it's a great way to do friends and family versus me just going door to door, email to email, asking people to invest and then not having the proper material or having not enough material for them. Or now you can go to one link and see everything, full transparency. And and uh, using that system, does it do, do you have to abide by the same sort of capital reserves and everything that a normal investor does? Yeah, so okay. you have to abide by the uh, SEC rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're pretty strict. You know, yeah. it's kind of like doing an IPO, but like, yeah, so you, you one, but once you, um, I guess, abide by all those rules and regulations, you should be fine. Um, but yeah, I like it just because it's true. It, they forced me to be fully transparent. Mm-hmm. 
So there's no uh, no messing around. So let's back into that. Mm-hmm. If if I were to invest in Unami, mm-hmm. which I'm not going to, but mm-hmm. so just full disclosure. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, so you are, the ask is, let's just round number, million dollars. You need a million dollars. I give you a million dollars. What do I get? So basically, you're, you're, it's just a basic fund where you're investing in a company overall. I can't give you the details um, just because the SEC actually bars me from being Okay, let's take another company. Yeah. Yeah, not your company, company. Okay, not you, cool. not me. Let's take yeah. uh, Skip Gagoo. Okay. Skip Gagoo. Yeah. And it's a new company mm-hmm. starting up. They yep. do bubble gum and some bull yeah. crap, right? Bubble gum and bull crap. Yep. Actually, that's yep. what they serve. Yeah. And they need a million dollars. Yeah. I give okay. them a million dollars. What should I get okay, for perfect. that as an investor? And what, you know. Perfect. So let's just say it's a, a um, you're a um, qualified investor because you're putting in a million. So you're, you're a qualified investor. You got, you got money. So at the end of the day, you get most likely what's called a convertible note. Um, Do you want to talk about what a qualified investor is? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. So basically, a qualified investor is either somebody who has a net worth over a million dollars or makes, I think, don't quote me, $200,000 a year or more. I thought it was two. It's $300,000? Uh, they raised it? Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, $300,000 a year. So there you go. Um, so that, yeah, you'd most likely get what's called a convertible note, which is it's kind of, it's a debt instrument, but um, it actually later on, depending on what the terms are in the contract, converts to stock options later. Okay. Um, so it could trigger from either like how much money you raise or a couple other options as well. Now that skip gap group, bubble mm-hmm. gum and built mm-hmm. BS, they go on mm-hmm. the first couple of years, mm-hmm. they, they suck, mm-hmm. and then they come back year three, mm-hmm. they're making money, mm-hmm. and then uh, Google buys them yeah. and gives them $100 million. Yeah. What do I get for my million dollars? So depending on what the valuation of the company was, and you said a hundred million dollars. Yeah, they get a hundred million from Google. Uh, I'm not, my math isn't the best, but you'd probably make something. You'd probably make close to ten x on your money. You know, that's much better than the banks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But even the stock market. Exactly. So sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. But I got to wait three years for it, and then it's a guess. Yeah, it's not for sure because yeah, it's it's not bubble gum and bull crap is not guaranteed exactly. that that's going to actually be a, a hit. Exactly, and you definitely have to you know believe in a company. You know, this is this is something that's long term. But then look, there's there are startups that blow up in year two, year three. Some it's five, some fail. You know, right. a they lot make, fail. They make movies about those. Exactly. <laughs> now is the what goal? Is, oh. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just. just, just Sticking with the bubble gum and bullcrap. If is the goal to sell your company to somebody? Because I feel like, especially as a black person, mm-hmm. that I want to hold on to my company. That I don't want to build a company because it, 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 the the push is to build your company to go sell it for a hundred million dollars, a billion dollars, and then ride off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. But then there's no legacy. There's no there's no build. It's like we're building these companies just to sell. And it, that means there's no foundational strength to it over time. Wow. Okay. This, I got so much to say in this. Um, so basically, because I have family members that feel the same way. Um, when you build, when you're building a, a venture backed company, what that means is you're building a company that's going to grow well over two hundred thousand dollars or more, well into the billions. That's what investors want. That's the return that VCs want. That's the return most angels want. Um, at the end of the day, either you're that, which means either you're going to make so the way you make your money back for your investors is either IPO or you sell the company. So it's one of those two. Now, here's what IPO looks like. So this is when you may want to reconsider because at the end of the day, there has to be end goal to the company. You can't run it forever. You will eventually pass. You'll get older. It has to, you know, somebody eventually has to take over. So either selling down the line, making a bunch of money for everybody else, and then you move on to the next thing, or you IPO. Now, if you IPO, what that means, it's almost like Game of Thrones. You, you all see Game of Thrones? 
imagine saying, you know what? We're not going to sell our kingdom. We're going to build our own and we're going to battle everybody else. That's kind of how it is because you're raising a crap load of money to, um, to go uh, to, I guess, to, to, I guess, compete with a lot of your other major competitors out there. So those are things you got th- you have to think about on whether you decide to IPO or sell your company. Well, if you have but, dragons, you have an exactly, advantage. But, exactly. I mean, but I think the IPO process is, I think the WeWork thing just mm-hmm. showed us, that's warts and all too, right? Exactly. Like they were going to be, you know, he was going to be a trillionaire, mm-hmm. and now he only ha- he's only a billionaire exactly. for blowing up a company. Exactly, right? exactly. <laughs> so that, and that's the thing. So it has an upside. So for him, what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, thank you. So, in the event that you that Google doesn't come along and buy, what's the name of, of bullshit? Bubblegum and bullcrap. Yeah, bullcrap. Yeah, bubblegum and bullcrap. Bull right. Like, say say Google doesn't come around mm-hmm. and, and buy that, but you start making money in year three. Yeah. I put my million dollars in. Mm-hmm. How much div? Am I getting a dividend? Yeah. Am I getting a check? Exactly. And, that's, and they said you're crushing it, and you're, yeah. you're bringing in, let's say, ten million a year. Yeah. Now at that point, that's you're just, crushing it. Yeah. Oh, hey, how ten million. Yeah. Take it, yeah. Oh, she. she. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Look, look. There's a lot of startups not making that that aren't profitable. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of them out there. And this, let's say that, right? Most businesses right now aren't making money. Yeah. Netflix isn't making money. Mm-hmm. Come on, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Amazon's actually underwater. Yeah. Come on. With all of that. Mm-hmm. Com- and and so this is what I'm saying. Yeah. This country is built on a house of cards right now. Yeah. On, a, on a house of cards of businesses that aren't making money, which used to be the hallmark. My yeah. daddy owned a corner store. Yeah. You got to make more money than you spend. That's exactly. what he taught. Basic. Exactly. Yeah. That doesn't exist anymore. Well, I think what it is, too, so, so even just to round up your, your point is you could give out dividends to pay off your investors to make them happy and then keep things going. Now, I think their top mission when they're not making, not, where they're not profitable, they're really trying to take over the industry Yeah. first. It's dominate this industry first and foremost, then we're going to become profitable later by rolling out new services. Which is why Amazon's first move was into publishing, mm-hmm. undercutting the booksellers, mm-hmm. undercutting the publishers, not making a profit, but doing volume like mm-hmm. car salesmen, mm-hmm. right? Saleswomen. Mm-hmm. And then they com- completely dominated the market, mm-hmm. and then they started like Miss Pac-Man gobbling up other markets and then become... But losing money yeah. all along the way... Until they can get to a place. Yeah, and I mean, they may not be profitable, but what they're gaining is the, are the users. That's the value. Yeah. They already got the users. Like Netflix, they may not be as profitable, but they're crushing it industry-wise. Like everybody's scrambling to keep up now. Now we got the streaming wars coming in. <sighs> You know? And and for a lot of for a lot of organizations, it's enough just to disrupt. Yeah. I mean, granted, we're still waiting for for Uber to make a profit, right? Mm-hmm. And but they have fundamentally changed the transportation yeah. industry globally. Yeah, and right? they created a verb and yeah. that too. Yeah. and so there's some modicum of value mm-hmm. in just that, right? Huge. Not I to mean, mention that the early investors are already rich and. Out of there. Exactly. And all the, it's just the saps that got the stock that ain't making no money. Exactly. What happens when Uber flips and says, okay, now we have driverless cars that will take you everywhere for like 25 cents to like here to Bronx? You know, you're all in. You're all in. They, they could be profitable in year one just from new technology that mm-hmm. allows them to do all of that. Or the swipe of one congressional pen that allows them to change just a little bit about how the business is structured. Exactly. Just and it could totally do it. Yeah. All right. Eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. Obi's here. Um, all right. So let's let's continue on with the with the software. 
because I, I this animation thing every day I, we just had somebody in oh Andrew Yang who said that we're coding's gonna be automated yeah. so no one needs to know how to code except to learn how to think better which I do believe that that is mm-hmm. great because mm-hmm. it helps you in every other area did you teach yourself how to code no yeah yeah I actually went to yeah I think I um when a lot of teaching tutorials were online I I learned a couple you went to YouTube University yeah yeah yeah, yeah. a little bit of that yeah, that's where you can go all right this is automated what's next. What's next? Because we, I want the, I want the next AI trillionaire to come from the Karen Hunter show. I need the family, some kid out there that's listening in the car with mommy. I need them to be engaged right now, and mm-hmm. I need you to spark something mm-hmm. to provide the iron to sharpen mm-hmm. that iron to kick off that kid's mind to say, okay, I didn't think about that. Let me do that. Yeah, I think yeah, AI is definitely AI and robotics for sure. Um, I think driverless cars all over the place. That's definitely next. That's coming through hard. Um, just human beings having to reshape how they exist on this planet with robotics. What is that? What are you talking about? I mean, like a lot of jobs are going away. Yeah, you we know. know. Andrew Yang told us that. Yeah. That's why he's giving us all a thousand dollars. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta you gotta double down on creativity. You gotta double down on what humans just outdo when it comes to robotics or to robots. Or we work together. We can look at what we need on this planet. We need to heal the planet. Mm-hmm. We're talking air, water, mm-hmm. the soil, and the food supply. If we work with robots, mm-hmm. if we have, if that's the new nine to five, is working with robots to clean up the planet. Mm-hmm. That can employ everybody. I agree. That is simple. So now, I wanted, to, I, I wanted to ask Andrew Yang that. I was like, instead of, I don't, I don't fear AI. I don't fear automation. Mm-hmm. If, if we use, if we use them to solve the problems that we face, because we're in crisis mode with this planet, and we're in the crisis mode with the ninety-nine percent. Exactly. Those are the solutions. Simple, right there. Those two. I agree. So, what's the impediment to that happening? Why isn't that happening right now? What such pivoting? A, yeah. Because n- nobody's talking about pivoting. I think the only yeah. person that's talking about is Andrew Yang. Yeah. Like every. Do you if, have if, your vote? No, I'm just oh yeah, I mean, I'll be oh, honest. Yeah, like I mean, I'm a fan. Um, I, I think you got to pivot from. Look, if you were mm-hmm. working in the coal mines, you need to pivot to build, if not building robots, programming, welding. There's a shortage in welders. Right. Like there's we a need welding to, shortage. Yeah. Oh sure. Yeah. It, the trade. There's a welding dying. shortage. Yeah, yeah. A, and they the, make all the trade. They industries. make yeah. money. Yeah. yeah. The trade. Money. The trade. There's upside in trades. And we, we that is that is a part of our educational system that needs as big a boost as anything. Yeah. Else. Not to mention in in trades you get the opportunity for apprenticeships mm-hmm. as opposed to having to spend all that money for four years. Exactly. Four year Which education. also leads Free to small business ownership, growing it, bringing on employees, letting those folks start their own businesses. I think it's a huge pathword up. Fifteen um, years ago, my accountant told me his wealthiest clients were masons, plumbers, mm-hmm. and electricians, and I was like, mm-hmm. yep. and HVAC guys. What yep. are we doing? Exactly. My um, uh, a buddy of mine, um, he says that the problem that that we have is that we keep trying to that we're talking about racing against the machine mm-hmm. instead of racing with the machine. Exactly. He said that that's the that that's the mindset that we've got to change in terms of that. And for parents who are out there listening, there are some amazing robotics programs that your kids can be involved in and they can be involved in those programs just as much as they can be involved in Little League and Mm -hmm. T-Ball. If you are in a major black city, a city that that has a large African-American population, 100 black men sponsors robotics camps in Atlanta, in New York, in Chicago, in Houston, in Dallas. There's also, you should um, do some research on Black Girls Code. Their Black Girls Code... um, 
franchises all over this mm-hmm, country mm-hmm. that that really that really inspires young people young women young black women and young black kids in general because you can go to black girls code if you if you've got a son as well and these programs are out there there are tons of other programs mm-hmm. out there that are affordable mm-hmm. i know that the 100 black men program is affordable because i used to sponsor it with uh with foundation do- dollars from uh, the corporation that i used to work for and those camps are amazing mm-hmm. they have kids as young as second and third grade building robots learning the learning the fundamentals of thinking about tech and thinking about technology in a very different way so just exactly. throwing that throwing that out there and there's even courses there's even uh i guess co- online courses where they will it's free and you'll just pay after they find you a job so there's even courses you know programs like that. that. Um, there's been a lot of talk about presidential candidates. We just had Andrew Yang yeah. here. Hopefully Julian Castro will be calling up. And folks are relitigating Barack Obama's presidency. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, once once it's all said and done, he'll go down in history as one of the best presidents we ever had. Y'all can go ahead with all of that. But mm-hmm. one of his legacies was equity crowdfunding. Yeah. You know, taking that big dollar amount out of the, the hands of the big, big t- people to mm-hmm. make the money. Now, regular folk with regular money yeah. can invest in companies and, and build you know the next Wakanda exactly which I'm going to be ambassador I thought it was queen no no uh, no actually I said um no pharaoh a pharaoh yeah pharaoh pharaoh not yeah thank you pharaoh yeah because I remember in the past like um there was uh I think when I was last time on your radio show a lot of people wanted to invest but the equity crowdfund I think legislation hadn't even gone through yet that was like three, four years. Yeah, what was it? yeah. Was it? All right. I mean, yeah. I like I knew you look familiar. Yeah, yeah. I'm horrible, by the way, with <laughs> memories and stuff. Well, you got a lot of people coming in here. That is true. <laughs> it's just a blur. But uh, yes, you. I won't forget you ever again, no, Obi. Yes, no. Juan Kenobi. And I think I did that same corny joke last time you were here as well. <laughs> so I'm consistent. I, nothing else. All right. So so if people again, and I want to get us in investing mode. Yeah. I need us to make our money because yeah. your money's not gonna work for itself under your mattress, in your bra, in your stock drawer, in the freezer. Yeah. Your money needs to be out in the streets. I say you got to work your money. You exactly. understand? Better come back with more money. Exactly. And we're not doing the game that other people are. Building building wealth and legacies on, which exactly. is investing in companies, investing in stocks, mm-hmm. and getting involved in the game. Where else is your money? I mean, mine is definitely in the stock market for sure. Um, I have, uh, I've gotten to the level where I finally got my own broker, where we, we connect every once a week, every in the morning, and go over and buy and sell. You know, um, buy low, sell high. You know, it's pretty much a, the common formula. Are you a growth stock person or a dividend stock person? Uh, both, actually. You got to diversify, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, you do it's, a mutual funds too, Obi? Not you? anymore. Oh, okay. Not Why, anymore. Why'd you leave the mutual Just because um, that was when I didn't have a broker. So I think once you have a broker, then you don't, in my opinion, don't need the, the mutual funds anymore because you're pretty much managing your own fund. Right. Um, and, and time and time again, what I've seen with the mutual funds is they're th- they're packaging you all in one group and they're not buying and selling and trading based on the market so that was my biggest issue and and it's just it's like it's it's a it's a upgrade let me tell you the the when they just because i think it was schwab Schwab. yeah Yeah. no more fees and then everybody was like "Mm, okay no more fees Mm -hmm. yeah i was like yes i started trading like every day yeah i'm like ah it's not cost me 495 or 395 anymore i'm in Mm -hmm. nope i'm gonna do one share a day Mm -hmm. take that 
that, so, that was beautiful. And, and so, you know, I, I, you might have mentioned, you know, really being investing in things you really care about. So yeah. I'm not asking for specific yeah. stock advice or stock. Yeah. But like, what's the kind of thing you're looking for when you're going to invest your money? For me, like, like growth, for mm -hmm. sure. And uh, look, I'll be honest, a lot of it isn't is in tech. So, mm -hmm. you'll, you know, you got your Googles, you got your Apples, you got your Netflix. Um, so I'm definitely looking for high sales growth or sales growth that's starting to go on an uptick mm -hmm. you know versus down like if your sales growth is is tanking then you know it's well, sure. probably a bad sign for sure <laughs> um you know you I, I do look at a little bit of history of uh, overall with the company is it is it a growing company are they doing innovative things you know you're reading up as much as possible in each one and at the same time like just believing in i think one of the biggest mistakes I've made in just an investing is I remember when Apple was I think $15 a share mm. right? and I'm a Don't designer. Wait. Do you remember that? Yeah. What was that? Man, it was, yeah, it was like 2003 or something oh, like that. Uh, I mean, yeah, two th yeah, 2003, that's around that time and so I remember, I, and I was a designer, I used all Apple products at the mm -hmm. time and so I was like, man, I, told, I remember talk, talking to a friend of mine, Chris, I was like, Chris, man, we should, we should get some of this Apple stock. I know, I know. Then we both chickened out and didn't do right. it. Bad boy, I think, and then what happened? Then I think the um, the iPods really start blowing up, mm -hmm. and then it shoots up to the to the fifties. I'm like, He's what were know. we what were we thinking? <laughs> I finally it shot up to the nineties, then it came back down, and I finally got mine when I saw the iPhone coming out. Mm -hmm. um, no, 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 no. It was an iPod, the iPod with um, the, with the color screen, mm -hmm. and a friend of mine plugged the wire white wire into the television screen, and he showed he showed me how he downloaded content. And watch on the screen. That was the first time I saw like streaming content on a small device like that. I was like, "Oh, this is the future." I went in about mad stock. Yeah. Like, I, I bought a ton at that point. And then when the iPhone was right, right when they announced it, bought like a bunch more. All right, so Obi, you flew in just to do this show. Today? That's right, That's and have fun in New York. <laughs> Are you gonna have fun? Yeah, because right, you got money from that AOL. <laughs> AOL, AOL probably won more than that money still back. We're on a budget though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, craziest thing that you did with your check when you got it. Man, honestly, start yeah. a new company. Okay. I think, yeah, like, I didn't go, the only shopping, I, I probably bought one leather jacket. That was about it. Other uh, than that, started jacket. a new company, yeah. A leather jacket. That's it. Okay. Well, we hope that Unami takes off and Thank that you. you'll come back and, you know, report on that. And that you get lots of investors and... Uh, thank you for joining us today. Give us the website again. Yeah, it's Unami, U-N, get Unami, G-E-T-U-N-O-M-I.com, and then you could invest in a company as well at microventures.com. Microventures.com, and that's for a bunch of other companies, but yep. do this one. Yep. All right, thanks for being here.